you're going to also sometimes have to have money because you're going to need to put yourself in front of people that need what it is that you have. And sometimes that's called paid advertising. So if you don't have a business that is profitable and that has a high margin for every customer that you see, then you aren't going to be able to do the first part of the business cycle, which is marketing. It's not going to work. Oh my gosh, I don't have any money to market. Oh my gosh. Listen, then you don't have a business. You don't have a business that's set up right. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Thank you as always for joining me. Today's one of those episodes that I really want you to listen to, maybe listen to twice, especially if you're not in the Raise Your Income Challenge, because uh, this week I'm actually doing the Raise Your Income Challenge. We're knee deep into this thing right now. It is our largest challenge we've ever done. We broke the record, I think nearly doubled it. Over 200 people have signed up for it. We've had, our, our first night was so crazy, guys. The first night, um, Zoom only allowed us 100 people and like people were knocking on the door, <laughs> on the Zoom door, like, let me in, let me in, or I want a refund. Anyways, in the middle of the challenge, we had to upgrade our Zoom account so we can let more people in. It's crazy. But it's been an amazing challenge and uh, just so many amazing ahas and takeaways from healthcare professionals that the reality is that they never learned any of these things. And that's the reason why they're broke, they're frustrated and uh, wanting to leave their respective professions. And so you just got to teach them the skills and we do it in a challenge. And anyways, if you're not in the challenge and there's going to be an on-demand version that's going to be available sometime next week. So you can sign up for that. Uh, it's, it's pretty mind-blowing. Anyways. I've been talking about the business cycle, and that's what I want to talk about on today's episode. I just want to cover one portion of it, but I'm going to tell you guys the four different components of the business cycle. And there's only one that we learned in school, pretty much most of us. Uh, and the one that we learned in school, we only learned half of it, which is the reason why most of us like never felt confident that we can do business. But just like anything else, you can learn it. And once you learn it, you can do it. And then you can do it and change your life and make a lot of money. So here's a business cycle. The top of the business cycle is marketing. And then the next part is lead acquisition. And then from lead acquisition, you basically create connection with people and you actually have a sale. And then from sale, you have service. The only thing that we really learn in school is service. We learn how to like treat clients. We learn how to consult with people. We learn how to do reassessments. We learn how to uh, do evaluations, but that's really all we learned, right? We never learned the other part of service, which is how to nurture people and get people to be able to help you build a movement, whether it is a practice that you have, it's an, uh, a, a movement that you're doing online, a combination of, of both in person and online. Like if you don't have customers that are shouting from the rafters, your stuff is never going to grow. It's just not going to happen. It's going to always be painful to grow the business. Anyways, that's what I have been talking about uh, like I just kind of giving them bits and pieces. Tonight, I'm going to dive deep into it heavy. But what I want to talk about on today's episode is the service part. And the reason why so many people are struggling right now and why they can't even acknowledge the business cycle. Because the reality is that marketing takes time or it takes money and creativity. Like, that's just the truth. Like, it takes creativity 
and it does take time to market. And if you're going to really get your stuff out, it might involve money if you're going to do paid advertising, okay? So that's the first part. Then the second part is lead acquisition. Again, it takes time and it probably is going to take some money because you need someone to be able to set up the ability for people that you capture their attention and they come into your world and then you're going to have to communicate and nurture them and build a relationship with them for the sale, which takes time. It takes money because you got to set up some type of Zoom or software or a phone service to be able to actually talk and communicate with people. So if we can say that the three parts that I've talked about so far, marketing, lead acquisition, sales, okay, that's three quarters of the business cycle, take time and money. Well, then if you're doing the last part, which is service, and all you're doing is making just enough money so that you can barely get by and pay your bills, how are you going to ever have enough money to reinvest so that the cycle keeps on working? This is why I want to talk about the Tesla model. And I want to talk about what Tesla did and something that I can tell you that I have done in my last two business ventures. And listen, guys, I've had businesses that have failed, but the last two have gone very well. And I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, hmm, what is it that I've done differently these last two business cycles that I didn't do in prior ones that didn't do so well? And you want to know what it is? Charge a lot. You guys, you have to make sure that in whatever business model you're doing, whether you're an OT, you're a PT, you're a PTA, you're a CODA, you're a Cairo, you're not in health, it doesn't matter. You need to have a business that actually has a very sizable profit margin. Why? So that you can basically take that money, put it in your pockets, and run and go buy a Bugatti? No, it's so you can actually operate a business. Because a business takes other things. You use the extra money because you have a high margin of profit, high value product, and you use that profit to actually work on your marketing because marketing is going to take creativity and time. Some of y'all are not creative. So you're going to need to pay someone to help you with creativity. It's going to also take time. Because you're going to have to have time to help that person who's creative help you. You're going to also sometimes have to have money. Because you're going to need to put yourself in front of people that need what it is that you have. And sometimes that's called paid advertising. So if you don't have a business that is profitable and that has a high margin for every customer that you see, then you aren't going to be able to do the first part of the business cycle, which is marketing. It's not going to work. Oh my gosh, I don't have any money to market. Oh my gosh. Listen, then you don't have a business. You don't have a business that's set up right. Okay, number two is lead acquisition. Lead acquisition is understanding that not everybody's ready to pay you today. I understand that I've got nearly 20,000 people on my list. Of the 20,000 people, about 6,000 are actively engaged in my stuff. Of the 6,000, about... Three to five percent of you are ready to buy if I put out an offer. The rest of you are like, no, I'm not ready, man. I'm not. And I have to have systems and processes which take time and money to understand that. Listen, by the way, 
if, if I was just in it for the money, I would just say, okay, I'm just going to deal with the people that money, but I I'm not in it just for the money. By the way, I want to make money because if I'm not making money, then, then this is just sucking all my money. No, I'm not going to do this anymore. I can't like, I mean, like y'all, we need to live. We need to have money. We need to have money to hire these people. You like my staff. You like my team costs money. Okay. Like, come on, let's, 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 let's keep it real here. All right. So here's the deal. You're going to have to have a system in play that allows you to be able to have conversations with people that costs money. That does take time. takes a little creativity, but if you don't have money from your service, you're not going to be able to do that. How about selling? Selling takes time, but if you're spending all your time treating clients and you have no money left over, how are you going to ever buy, use that money to buy back your time so that you can have more people come into your sales cycle? You're not going to be able to do it. Are, are you guys following this? So let's go to Tesla's model. How did Tesla do it? And, and the reason why I started to study Tesla's model is because I lost $10,000, all right? So let me tell you, I lost some money. So I put quite a bit of money into a new company called Rivian. Um, and the company had just come out. It's an electric truck company. It has electric SUVs, electric, car, uh, electric trucks. And, and who knows, it might turn out great, but I've lost like, I mean, nearly 15K um, because I thought that they were going to be the next Tesla, okay? And, and maybe they might be the next, next Tesla, and, but right now it hasn't turned out to be that way. Um, and what I realized is, like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that the automotive industry was that hard to, to crush it in. And what I looked at, and I said, let me do some research on Tesla's business model. And what Tesla did is they didn't sell the cars that you guys are seeing on the road, most of the time on the road, you're seeing a car called a Model 3 and a Model Y. That's the cars you're seeing. But those are the cars that they made at the end. They just started making those cars about three years ago. The cars that they made in the beginning were very, very, very high ticket cars. By the way, I think the first car they actually said they were going to come out with still hasn't come out. It's like 10 years later. It's called the Roadster. It's like 250 grand. And they got people to actually put down payments for that car and promise that that car would eventually come out. Now, I'm not recommending that you all do that, but Elon Musk is a visionary. He's a very good speaker. He's, you know, can, 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 he has the gift of gab, I should say, in his little weird way, and people bought it. Okay, the next car they came out with was the Model S, and the Model S is a high-ticket price. It's like a 100K car. And people bought it. And what it did, though, you guys, is that it gave them a profit margin to just stay in business. By the way, they don't even spend any money on marketing. But because they spend so much money on all the other stuff, their batteries, this, that, creating all these different things, well, they nearly went out of business like four times. But the only reason why Elon Musk said they stayed in business is because they had a high margin on the car. And then they created another car, but it was another high profit. That was a Model X. And once they started to create that profit margin, now they're able to create cars that were more mainstream, which then put more eyes on Tesla. And now he's the richest man in the world. But I want you all to understand, how did he start his business model? He started at the top instead of at the bottom. Now, as healthcare professionals, we're so used to being bottom feeders. We're the catfish of, of healthcare, <laughs> right? We, like, we're always taking just the low ends because we say, oh, we want to help everybody and da, 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 da. Okay, great. You're going to help everybody for about four months and then you go on a business and then you're helping no one. Great. Great job, okay? Like, that's not what you want to do. For many of you, I'm telling you right now, you need to start high. So people are looking at my challenge. The reason why I bring this up is because people are looking at my challenge. My challenge crushed it this time around. And they're like, 
oh my gosh, I got to do a dollar challenge too. Not so fast, my friend. See, I have a really good back end fulfillment set up. My programs are very, very, very premium. They're very high value, but they're a high cost. And because I have consistent people coming into that program and I have the margin, I could lose money on ways to bring in new potential customers. I want to change healthcare. And I understand that most people aren't going to become my customers, but there's going to be a group of you that got some guts and some nuts and you're going to do it. And you all are going to be the ones that I take to the top. The rest of y'all, you can figure it out yourself. But I'm going to take you to the top. And I understand that a lot of times you don't know any better. So you're like, all right, I'll spend a dollar. But I would never, ever, ever start a business out with that model. I wouldn't do that. I can handle that. My business has margin. Don't follow what I do without you having the other part of what I've done set up. I want you all to understand that. If I was getting started today, I would start with a high margin, high value offer to people. It might involve me. I know I don't like to trade a lot of time for money. It, I need to do whatever I need to do to get people high value results, which means that I want to charge him a high price. And the high price is still going to be worth it for the high results I get. them. That's what you all should be thinking of first. Not coming in with a $15 ebook. Not coming in with a $7 offer. It is too much money. It is too much time to be able to build that up. Most people aren't going to be able to make it, especially if you aren't backed by a sugar daddy or a sugar mama. For those of you that are want to be gigolos. Okay, are you guys following what I'm trying to say here? This is really important for you all to understand. Of the parts of the business cycle, it is important that you start with the fulfillment and understand what are you doing and how is this thing set up and is it set up in a way to where if you get your goals and all these people coming in, can you even fulfill on it? And is it going to turn into a nightmare? And I think a lot of people mess that up, including me. Don't do it to yourself. Figure out the fulfillment. Start high, then go low once the high has been proven. I hope that helps you all. And if you want to be a part of the next Raise Your Income Challenge, go to RaiseYourIncomeChallenge.com. And I look forward to seeing you there. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time.